0: depth charts are officially out there's a couple of surprises that we looked at on offensive defense we'll talk about those coming up some of your mailbag questions questions you have for us a couple good ones here it's gonna be a good episode here on the locked on browns podcast you are locked on browns your daily cleveland browns podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on ELOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, everybody. Tuesday, game week for you Cleveland Browns as the Browns get back to action today on the field for traveling tomorrow down to Florida. For a Friday night preseason game against the Jacksonville, Jaguars, your Lockdown Browns host, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And of course the barbershop 923 The Fan, Garrett Bush at G Bush91, the show itself, Lockdown Brown's follow back account. As many know, uh, go ahead on over there. Uh, everybody who makes Lockdown Browns, their first listen day in, day out. Uh, appreciate y'all um for making this all your first listen, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform or of course available now on YouTube make sure you follow and subscribe to the show five star ratings written reviews and of course on YouTube make sure you have those notifications on so the uh latest episodes hit you as soon as possible you know as garrett said and mentioned here you know in the open um with a game week you get a depth chart you know always unofficial um but it kind of gives you maybe a little bit of an idea for me maybe where the playing time could be handed out as far as, you know, Friday night in Jacksonville. First side, we're going to do here a little bit on the offense, then we'll switch over to the defense here. We've got a couple of decent listener questions we'll get into here in the third segment. I uh, appreciate everybody, you know, for chiming in here, uh, giving us some ideas here, stuff to talk about, you know, content that you guys want to hear. I think for me, and this is something I've been harping on a ton, Garrett knows it. All of you who listen to the show know it. Um. Is the fullback position look for the first two years? The Kevin Stansky, Kevin Stansky regime, fullback was always listed as far as a depth chart is concerned. It's not that Johnny Stanton's name does not appear, he does appear as a second string tight end. But I've talked vastly about using tight ends in the fullback role, maybe going more H-back, um, you know, so to speak, here. Um, and uh, for me, this speaks volumes, Garrett, as far as understanding you, know, you have skill players with capabilities. Um, you put a fullback on the field, he's got one job. And it's not like even if you throw him a bone, you give him a carry like they did Andy Janovich scoring the first home touchdown last year against the Houston Texans. Even if you go that route, Johnny Stanton, and I'm only saying Johnny Stanton's name here because he's technically the only one truly listed you know, that you would think of as a fullback. You do this pecking order. Of skill players and Johnny Stanton's name right now, Garrett might fall 10th, might fall 11th, if not further down. Um, you're putting a player on the field at a skill position. And look, you know, if you want to say pullbacks, it is. He's a guy who's capable of having the ball in his hands. It, for me, it's a waste. It is an absolute waste because there are five, six other names. That I would on the f- I would want on the field, also would want to give the ball to, or throw the ball to in any given situation, and I think for Coach Stefanski this is you know showing some you know evolving, um, and it's not like he didn't have success. I mean the rounds, Browns running game speaks for itself over the last two years, coupled with that great offensive line, um, you know eventually when you get to Deshaun Watson you feel you're going to make a major upgrade at the quarterback position, as far as skill, as far as talent, and things you can do with your quarterback, it, it, it was just time. And, you know, for Coach Stefanski, it shows a lot of growth to admit, you know, you know, it, it, it makes some changes. It, it, it admit that you can maybe be better in some aspects. And for me, this is one of the first things, you know, that sticks out here is where you get two tight ends listed, you know, as far as starters with David Ajoku. And of course now third-year tight end Harrison Bryant.
0: You know, I think this has a lot to do with the the indictment on um, Baker Mayfield to a, to a, uh, an extent. Um, sometimes I think Kevin Stefanski and, and I've been uh, critical of him in terms of what he's doing in his offensive play calling. But you have to also take in consideration that maybe he had to call plays and he had to use certain personnel groupings because of the limitations that he had at quarterback. Um, you know, you may have needed to have more. Uh, you know, seven-man protections. You may have to keep tight ends in. Maybe you needed to run the ball with a fullback to to establish the power running game because there were so many people in the box. Um, And, and I think that has a little bit to do with the fact that Baker Mayfield was not able to get into the shotgun. And if you look at it, if it, and you would think this was the opposite. People said, hey, put Baker in the shotgun gun. That's where he he thrives at. That's where he does his, his best work. And if you that that just wasn't true. Like if you go back and look at the statistics, if you go back and look at the uh, the charts of his throws, um, Baker Mayfield struggled uh, when he was in shotgun. Baker Mayfield was predominantly when he was really moving and doing his thing. He was really a guy that was running the play action off the stretch, play action off the run game, and hitting some of those quick hitters where where the linebackers are up to, uh, at the line of scrimmage and you you got better windows better uh passing looks and you could roll them out get them outside but when it was obvious passing downs and it was like hey uh it's third and 10 and we need 11 yards baker Mayfield struggled mightily and i might not add not just last year his whole career even when he was not healthy or when he was healthy he, he still was struggle in those situations um so for me i, I i'm i'm encouraged to see it because you know, now that you got Deshaun Watson, now you got a lot of other things going on. And I keep telling people, um, you know, he likes Jacoby Brissett. Like, I, I, there's this thing where people are just acting like Jacoby Brissett is the worst quarterback in the world. Like, like he's just we gotta we gotta put everything down and go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Not, I get why people are saying that, but this shows that uh, Kevin Stefanski has a little faith in what this offense could be. Even if Deshaun Watson isn't in there, he's still going to use two tight ends, uh, Hooper and and Nujoku. Um, And then he's probably going to be able to, you know, bring in David Bell, who is uh, behind. um, I think he's behind Donovan Peoples-Jones and then Anthony Schwartz is listed as being behind um, being a a Martin Cooper. So, you know, they'll probably run some gadget stuff and, and different things like that, but. Um. Yeah, man. I, I'm encouraged to see that the fullback is being phased out of this offense. It look like we are coming into the uh, 21st century.
1: And maybe this isn't just you know necessarily you no know, fullback. Um, because look, I mean, you could put Kareem Hunt on the on the field, and do a million things. You can spread him out wide. You can put him in a slot. You can, if you need to, use him as a fullback. And who knows? Maybe this is some of what Kareem Hunt was saying over the weekend. If you're going to use me in a variety of ways, poss- could possibly increase you know my potential to be injured. So, uh, of course, you know, for Kareem Hunt, you want to do everything to make sure that you are taken care of going further. And you brought up the wide receivers, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones, obviously nobody's surprised there to sit as a starter. Um, David Bell, Anthony Schwartz, who have missed time to this point. And again, on official depth chart, um, listed as your your, your two-second stringers. What did t- what this tells me is that these two young men, along with Donovan Peoples-Jones, are going to get a lot of run here, I think, you know, a- at least maybe a quarter, if not more, on you know, Friday night against the Jaguars. As many have bantied about, about whether or not the Browns should be in the market for a veteran wide receiver. And we've talked about this. It's not that they should be, could be, or would be, but it's about whether or not, you know, they don't want to bring in a veteran now to have him stand here and watch. And then guess what? Anthony Schwartz catch two or three balls on Friday night. David Bell catches two balls. David Peoples jones catches, a, you know, catches a, a 27-yard pass. So you feel confident about that. Question's going to be, with giving Anthony Schwartz, David Bell, Donovan, Peoples Jones some playing time Friday night, the question is going to be: Is do we consider a veteran wide receiver if we do not get production out of some of these guys on Friday night? Or as you leave, because even mind you, keep in a veteran wide receiver today, he's not really the whole participate in practice. He's most likely not going to play in preseason games, so you don't want to basically bring this guy in and now all of us ahead and you know, have three younger players nervous about their confidence and, and where their playing time is going to be. So I'm really, really interested, Garrett, uh, for Friday night to see Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Bell, and Anthony Schwartz.
0: Yeah, uh, especially especially getting those uh, those guys back at practice. I want to see how far behind they are. I want to see, be able to, and, and this is why, and I know we're not talking about this conversation. We'll, we might get into this as we go down on the line, but. I'm excited to see those guys and what they can look like in a series or two with Deshaun Watson. Uh, you know, I, that, to me, uh, I'm playing Deshaun Watson the whole, listen, if you want to, I'm playing the whole half. Get that. I'm, I'm going to get a chance to see what we're going to do, what we got. Um, I'm going to split some time with him and Jacoby Brissett, but I want to see what they look like under, under that spotlight, under that, that situation with having uh, Deshaun Watson out there so at least we can get some sort of idea what this offense would look like um, once, once Deshaun is, is, is able to get back on the field.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so just some thoughts here. Offensive side of the ball here. And again, look, this is names on paper. Um, and, you know, this is nothing that the Browns have to be stuck to or, you know, and, and if you want to say this, you know, it's the equivalent of it being in pencil. Uh, you know, but just some interesting things. We'll see for part leads to the uh, way, you know, playing time is divvied up Friday night. We're going to get to the defensive side of the ball here. That first unofficial depth chart released as the Browns are actually in a game week here uh, headed down to Jacksonville after practice on Wednesday to face the Jaguars Friday night. Got a couple of listener questions coming here as well in the third segment. Appreciate everybody being along for the ride here. Your latest lockdown Browns with your hosts, Garrett Bush and Jeff Lloyd. If you haven't tried bill bar puffs yet, you were depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. You ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course they are covered in 1% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat or you can find a really smart, good hiding spot and just hoard them all for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they are healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture, so good. What's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. Go to Bilt.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15. Welcome back to the Locked on Brown podcast. You Bush, Jeff Lloyd in the building.
0: It's game week. Let's get it going, fellas. Let's get it going, ladies out there. It's game week. Hey, we're we right to where we wanna get to, man. Uh, continue to subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that notification bell because now to get started. We're gonna be able to get into some of this game stuff and, and you wanna get the best breakdowns that sit out and available out in the, in the Browns community. That's This is where you need to be at, man. You don't wanna miss any of those breakdowns. We're gonna have any, uh, any, uh opportunity to talk about what's going on with on the field in the Jacksonville game and moving forward for every other game after that. So continue to support us and thank you for making Locked On Browns your first listen of the day. Um, we talked about offense last time. Let's get to this defense a little bit, Jeff. Um, you know, we one of the things that really st- sits out to me is Taven Bryant. He is now listed. People talked about the defensive tackle room. Uh, for the defensive tackle room, I, I'll say this. Uh, it's It's a group that, he doesn't have any kind of name brand recognition, um, and I think the other guy that that's next to him, Jordan Elliott, is is going to get the first uh, crack at this defense as well. So you got Taven um, Taven Bryan, uh, Jordan Elliott, uh, and behind him, uh, you see t- running with the twos is uh, Tommy Togia and Perry Perry on Winfrey. Now I'm going to tell you what I wouldn't I wouldn't even be surprised if you saw by the season those two groups of people flip-flop. I, I would not, I would not, uh, Tommy I and for Jordan Elliott, he's going to get, we've been talking, saying his name for, I don't know, it seems like for five, four, five years or whatever. And he's only been in the league for three, but he's always a guy that, yeah, we, we like him. We love him. We like him. And it's just like, mm, your pro football focus grade is like a 60 something on, on your snaps, man. Uh, and, and I look at it from a standpoint, Perry, on Winfrey, uh, I was out at practice uh out there on uh on Saturday getting an opportunity to see him play. Hey, he he did some nice things. I, I like his get off. I like his leverage. Um you know he was out there doing a couple of things that I, I really like to see. Um and, and from the takeaways from the defense, uh the defensive secondary is is deep as heck. And I'm gonna tell you what AJ Green, I mean, he just keeps making these plays, man. He just keeps making plays. The thing that jumps out at me about A.J. Green is he's super long, super athletic, and he always is around the ball. Emerson made a couple of nice plays. Uh, Newsom in the slot looked pretty good. I liked everybody in in that secondary, and when you look at it, there's a couple guys that stand out to me when you look at it. Uh, Denzel Ward obviously is hurt, Um, but always understand, right now when you're running a nickel package or your sub package, you're gonna have three corners playing anyway. You're gonna have Newsome playing in the slot. You're gonna have uh, Ward and Greedy Williams just continues to keep making plays after plays. Like he's just a dude that won't give up his position. And and, and so we've been talking about everybody but Greedy Williams. But um, to me, there's there's not too many surprises on this depth chart. Um, I think the only, uh, I think what everybody was trying to see is the D tackles, Taven Bryan, Jordan Elliott. Um, Taki Taki is a name we always skip over. Um, just because, you know, he, he just oh, he's a special teams guy, but he just keeps, he's like Greedy Williams. He just won't give up his position. So, and, and here's the thing that, that, and another thing that really hit me, I would, not, I would not be surprised if Jacob Phillips is starting. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they have him as a slash with Anthony Walker. I think they gave Anthony Walker that slash out of respect. <laughs> they said oh you're the heart and soul of the defense you get people together to go out and eat eat food for the games and all that good stuff but when it comes to this field game they i, I think it's a situation where anthony walker might might have to take that backseat to, to um uh, phillips so um what
1: are your thoughts on the browns uh depth chart defensively there's some really really good points actually i think there that you made um and, and i completely agree with you with the defensive tackle position if they could have just said you want to know what Here's a list of names at defensive tackle. We have no idea who's first string, second string, or third string right now. We'll be completely honest with you. Um, and we've talked about this many times. This is a room where the opportunity is there for anybody. Um, you know, whether it is Taven Bryant, who knows? Maybe a new system. You know, maybe Joe Woods has got some idea. You know, ideas for Taven Bryant that they never had in Jacksonville. Who knows if he finds a way to shine? Keep in mind at this time, you know, Malik McDowell was here, and then all of a sudden we went into Week One. Malik McDowell played a, played a player or two. Week two, he made a play. And then it was all of a sudden, we'll start Malik McDowell, and let's see where this goes, because all the potential he had ended up being your starting defensive tackle for almost all the entire uh, 2021 season. Um, So, yeah, for any one of those guys, look, go out there and make a play Friday night in Jacksonville. And guess what? You have a pretty, pretty solid shot at being a starting defensive tackle for this team week one in Carolina. Um, If there's another one to maybe disregard and maybe it's a little bit of a different reason, it's certainly the cornerback position. Um, We know where Denzel Ward is. And now keep in mind, you know, I might, we're not going to see Denzel Ward play a snap in preseason. I don't think even if he was healthy, there's no reason for Denzel Ward to take snap in the preseason. You know what you got. And the one thing that does give everybody a little pause and hesitation with Denzel is, you know, gets nicked up at times. Easy way to solve that. (laughs) Don't take any preseason snaps. Don't take any meaningless snaps. Case closed on that, of course. Um, But then you just go to the rest of it. Uh, We know AJ Green is going to play for this team. We know Martin Emerson at this time being is going to play for this team. I think Greedy Williams is the guy that nobody wants to talk about because nobody wants to jinx it for Greedy Williams. And I think there's kind of it. It's just kind of like, oh, Greedy Williams, because I don't think anybody wants to get too high. And then God forbid, you know, Greedy has another flare up, and then everybody, oh well, uh, you know, I think everybody you know is rooting for Greedy. And but secretly doesn't want to mention him too much because God forbid, you know, it comes back and you know, on un- comes unfortunate for Greedy. Everybody's kind of on him understanding that you know it's kind of out of his control as far as you know the ailment that Greedy William has. I mean, Greg Newsom, there's not enough superlatives for what, what you know, what we all think this second year player and the potential of this second year player is for the Browns. Um, and you do, yeah, I thought the Jacob Phillips slash Anthony Walker thing was interesting. Could it just mean this Anthony Walker is not going to play Friday night in Jacksonville, but Jacob Phillips is, I think there's probably be a good shot at that. Um, but it will make for a difficult scenario because Jacob Phillips, when he has been able to play for this team, he has played well. You, there's no denying that he's certainly missed more time than he's been available. But when he has been available, he has been a solid player for this team. Um, and for Anthony Walker, it's always a tough situation here. I mean, you're dealing with these two players, third-year player and Jacob Phillips, second-year player uh, and Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa. And part of you is understanding that, you know, the more help you give them as far as, di- you know, dissecting film, you know, reading interior linemen's tendencies to be able to make a play faster, to be able to beat a player to a spot to make the play, It's 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 tough. And for a guy like Anthony Walker, You do get paid, you get paid well, but it is tough that you understand that you were working with guys who the franchise probably ultimately hoping to take your job. So that always makes for a tricky situation, a tricky scenario. Um, And of course, you know, we've talked to you a lot about the young players on this team, the rookies, but there are second year players, third year players um, that if they can take a step and show that they can be viable options for this Browns team on defense. You know, As much as we think it's going to be great, it, 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 it should solidify that it's going to be great because there's going to be opportunities where you can take a great player off the field with confidence for a rep or two, make sure they're 100% when they get back out there, and not a lot of teams in the NFL have the luxury to do that, Garrett.
0: No, oh no, uh, and that's where you win games, and that's what, and, and this year, I'm just, if you're a football guy, right, man, this year is 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 a is a year that you can watch the games and you can look at the chess games, man. You can look at uh, how teams really go out and hammer out games. Um, there's teams all over the league. I can think of back in the history of the game where um, you got defensive uh, uh, matchups. You got teams that really. Uh, attack you unorthodox in a way that you know no one really i remember when the patriots started uh using two tight end sets with gronkowski and hernandez right uh how they, they just changed their game but then two years later they started going with the edelman's and, and the west welkers of the world the really small every guy was like a small slot receiver where it was a matchup on, on a guy that couldn't cover him Uh, And and then you take a look at what they've been able to do offensively to change their their style all the time to fit what their personality is and what their what their personnel is. And so this year for the Browns, you know, I'm going to see the I'm I'm anxious to see the way Kevin Stefanski and Joe Woods deploy uh, their these uh, playmakers and players that they have, because there's a lot of unique players that the Browns have with unique skill sets really long and big corners, uh, out, you know, that can get hands on people, uh, really fast linebackers that are able to uh, evade blocks by just simply running around them or, or getting into in, in position and just be like, oh, you, I'm way faster than you. A guard should never block me. You got a running game with three, four, five running backs back there that all do different things very well. So, yes, Deshaun Watson won't be playing, but if you're a football fan, you're you're anxious to see the strategy that the Browns have
1: and what they can do because they got a lot of ball players, man. No question, potential of this defense absolutely off the charts. Uh, to all the Ohio kids, you know, good luck first week back to school. To all the Ohio parents, I hope you're all enjoying maybe getting a little more time in the house uh, as these, <laughs> as the youngins are basically headed off to school for the kids. Hey, it's only expediate the time. For you kids, and September 11th when the Browns open the season in Carolina. Your latest lockdown Browns, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush guiding you along here, getting you primed, prepped for Friday night, and of course, September 11th. Look, guys, the last couple of years, heck, maybe even some of you people your entire life, look, level with me. We've all been in a situation at some point in our lives where we're a little light on cash. Maybe you could only afford to put a few gallons of gas in your tank or you got another save the date and wondering how in the world you're going to afford a wedding gift. That's where Dave can help. If you are living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. You know, something breaks in the house. Well, now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pitch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D A V E sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com legal instant transfer fees, apply banking provided by evolve member, the FDIC future. You will thank you.
0: We back at Locked On Browns Podcast. Thanks everybody for checking in with us. Make sure you follow us at uh Gbush91 and Jeff at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Game coming up this Friday, going down to Jacksonville. So we can yeah. just
1: shut up about everything for three hours and just watch some Cleveland Browns football, Garrett. That is what I am most excited about. Hey, heck yeah. That's
0: that's the part. That's the part that um I think a lot of people are going to be excited about. Um, we're not doing tabloid season anymore. We're not doing the investigations anymore. Let that part play out. They'll get to it when they get to it. Um, but we get the chance to see blocking and tackling and, and guys catching the ball and getting after it out there. And, and that's going to be a, a sight for sore eyes for a lot of people because it's been a long ass off season. Oh, my gosh. Between Baker and, <laughs> and Deshaun and then the, the holding out and then. And I feel like I went of- from
1: forty-seven to fifty-seven
0: over the last seven months. Man, shoot! But we about to get to it. So we, let's get to our mailbag. We got a couple questions that was, uh, you know, submitted by the people uh, out there uh, that has uh, had a couple questions for us. And we always say, listen, if you got any questions. We'll definitely answer them. You know, we encourage you to send your questions over here uh, and, and we'll definitely get to them. Jeff, what are, we got a few of them today. What are they?
1: Um, This one, and look, this is, you know, just go straight to Garrett and I. It is how would you handle the Kareem Hunt situation? And look, you know, yes, there's certainly many layers to this. But for me, and this is probably, you know, and this seems what the Browns have done here to this point is, You handle a situation like this, and it's not just about Kareem Hunt. It's about the future Kareem Hunts. It's about future players who will play for you. It's about free agents who will eventually come to you. How do you handle your own? Kareem Hunt has been nothing but a model citizen since he's been here. Look, Kareem Hunt could certainly at any time could have created a stink and said, you want to know what? I once had 1,800 total yards in this league. I deserve a bigger piece of this pie. As far as any of that goes, Kareem Hunt has been the model citizen teammate in the locker room, in the media, on the field. For me, I'm going to find a way, and I'm going to put another year on the deal if I am allowed to do this. I'm not giving him nine. I'm not giving him ten. If you would like the comfort of knowing that whatever he's getting this year, he at least has coming to him next year, and then the year goes well, the Browns look to trade him, move on from him, um, you know, you know, one of these where you know you tell the player, hey, go find your own deal. Because look, the Browns are pretty much committed to let Kareem Hunt walk out the door for nothing. So I don't think the Browns would be too difficult as far as any compensation they could get back. But this is a move, and it's not just again, not just about Kareem Hunt. It's about future players on this roster, it's about potential free agents looking at how you do business. I've got to satisfy a guy who plays the most physically demanding position in the game with the highest potential injury risk. I got to do right by him because it's going to speak volumes to other guys in that locker room and to other potential guys who will eventually consider coming into this locker room. Uh, You you know, I I, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, You know, I was uh,
0: looking at uh, the situation and I was trying to figure out what, what I thought and where I would go, but I just keep telling myself, you know, one of the things that the Cleveland Browns need to do is, if you're not gonna have your quarterback, you need all your your pieces and parts. And and no 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 disrespect to De'Ernest Johnson, I think he's a nice back. He could start a lot of other places. He's not Kareem
1: Hunt. He's like, just in that, a terrible position, Dearness Johnson. That's yeah, all. He's in a really it. really really bad spot. You know I'm no. saying? So he's like the third best of supermodels. Guess what? Well, I'm just not a bad <laughs> spot to be, but that's It works out right. But so I think you need to me. You're gonna
0: need the fact that. You need Kareem Hunt's skill set, especially the way he catches the football, especially the way that he's able to block. Uh, he can run the ball. He could do a lot of different things. And to me, if I can give him a million dollars or a couple million dollars to keep him around for next year, even just for the sake of saying, I need this guy when I do get Deshaun Watson, because then I'm going really all in. Like, next year for the Cleveland Browns, their job is to do what I think that they should do. They should make sure that they got all guys, all chips in and make sure we can get the roster back, especially if Deshaun Watson suspended 10, 12 games or whatever the case may be our whole year. I do what I can to get him back um, and see if we can we can not extend him out and see what we can do.
1: Again, it's not a move just about Kareem Hunt. It's about a move of, of a statement to potential 52 other players in that locker room and anybody who's potentially viewing you as a place they would like to play one day. Do you think there is a potential fine amount? And this comes from now when the NFL released their statement about going and trying to you know, have this you know, decision from Sue Robinson appealed. When you list demands and you know, you're trying to get something accomplished, what do you normally do? You normally shoot first with what you want the most. The way this was worded was fine therapy, then more time suspended. So, with the wording of that statement, the way it was, is there, Garrett Bush, you, in your opinion, a monetary amount, fine-wise, that the NFL would be comfortable with to keep this suspension at six games? I, I, who even knows with the amount of checks he's written? I mean, you know, Deshaun Watson. I, I mean, if he gets if he gets fined big by the NFL, you might actually have to ask for a little bit back, I, Josh Gordon style, back he, in the day.
0: Here, here's what I would do. Here's what I would do. And this is a great question. I would go to him and say, for instance, he for the next six years he's getting 240. So say he's getting like 44 million a year. If he goes to him and says, look, the one of the largest fines in the history of the game is uh Dan Snyder. He got 10 million. You know what I'm gonna do? Um, I'ma give you, I'm gonna give you half of that. He got 10, I'll give you five. I'll give you five, and we call it a day. <laughs> five million dollars. Uh, And we could keep it moving. I'm willing to negotiate from five up to ten, but I'm willing. What I'm basically saying is, I'm willing to give up half my salary um, because if he's getting, you know, I mean, twenty some million or whatever the case may be. If if you if you give up ten. Uh, up to $10 million and keep it moving, I think the NFL says, okay, we might do something like that because that's the largest fine. Now, will the Players Association like it? No, because that would mean, wow, like that's the biggest unprecedented fine we've ever seen. And it kind of sets you up for for uh, a, a no-lose, win, no-win situation if somebody else gets in trouble. Um, but I think if it's upwards of that, 10 million dollar mark they
1: might consider it how about we go years of deshaun watson's contract with the cleveland browns and here's what we say 1 million 1. 1.5 million per season on that contract that he is currently on and it goes to a you know a, a foundation set up a support group foundation set up for victims of se- sexual assault so for every year deshaun watson is on this contract with the Cleveland Browns and hey maybe every year of the rest of Deshaun Watson's time in the NFL that type of monetary donation to a you know a a set up you know charity you know support group 501c3 agency for victims of sexual assault hey if it turns out to be 15 20 million dollars hey man sometimes you know sometimes got paid a piper um, but who knows? I mean, for the NFL, the way they listed it for me did definitely seemed a little bit confusing. Um, but either way, this should be something that Deshaun Watson and his camp should strongly be considering. Um, and it would probably go a long, long way for, you know, again, if it you know, doesn't seem like there's been a, a, a lot of remorse shown from the, side, the Deshaun Watson side for whatever wrongdoing they feel was involved here. But I think that would go a, a long way towards saying, hey, maybe here's a guy who, you know, probably starting maybe to get it um
0: that that may do it um but you never know maybe the nfl says you <laughs> nfl know what? can be
1: like a dog with a bone sometimes man
0: <laughs> screw that we're not doing that to get, like we're gonna give you a fine regardless and make you reapply so you know we'll, we'll see um but i i think that that's a, i like the question I, I think you're thinking outside the box and I, at least i like the thought process to see if we can kind of get this thing to an end No
1: doubt about it. Um, So, you know, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Um, Look, we'll we'll see the way the season goes here. And obviously, you know, we've always kind of had a normal setup the way we handle game week here. Um, Look, if we find a way and, you know, we want to do a separate, just basically, you know, Twitter edition style to get your guys' thoughts and involvement here in the show. You know, we're all for it. You know, we'll see the way things play out. Who knows? You know, things go great. You guys might want a ton of us. Things aren't going so good as sometimes they have in season past. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, see me and Garrett's face and maybe the old mute button might come on out. <laughs> all fun and games though, of course. Um, Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday on YouTube to say they are crushing it is an absolute understatement. Um, it's been an incredible beginning. Um, you know, keep in mind, really, had a little cavalier talk, a little draft talk little Guardians talk, you know, not much Cleveland Browns talk, and certainly whatever Cleveland Browns talk they've had to this point certainly hasn't been in, you know, that much of positivity. We'll see absolutely the lengths that this show is going to go to as we get into the Cleveland Browns season. So if you're not, make sure you subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on YouTube. Of course, notifications on as well. Uh, The Barbershop 92.3, the fan, always on Saturday mornings. Other stops along the way, you know, surprise openings of the Barbershop with Garrett on the fan. Make sure you're following at GBush91 as well. Myself, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The Twitter account for the show, at Lockdown Browns, follow back account. As you guys all know, I appreciate everybody who takes the time out to make Lockdown Browns their first listen, whether it is in traditional podcast form on your favorite platform or, of course, YouTube, Uh, five-star ratings, written reviews, again, on YouTube. Make sure those notifications are on so as, the show, as soon as the show is released, you guys got it all up in your ears. We'll be back again tomorrow, starting to prep more for a Browns game on Friday in Jacksonville versus the Jaguars. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.